0: Welcome to Moms in the Middle, the middle, a podcast for moms who feel like they are in the middle of it all, the chaos, the joy, the struggle,
1: and the let's get real. I'm Ivanka Osmak, mother of a one and a half year old son named George. And I'm Melanie Ng, mom to a two and a half year old named Josh. We are two moms working in television, trying to navigate the roller coaster ride that is parenting. All right, let's do this. As we do every episode, we are talking about the good and bad parenting moments. What are you going to Oh, man. Okay, here. Should I start with good or bad? Uh, let's go bad. Always start yeah, with bad. why not? Okay, surprise, surprise. What is your worst homeowner's nightmare for something to happen in your basement? Oh, no. Good old leaky basement. Uh We've got a clogged... Drain pipe, which has created some flooding in my basement, which has created flooding in my life because the last little while, as a parent, you're you're a parent, you're all of a sudden an expert in contracting, insurance, all of that good stuff. I also have a dog named Brian who's barking at all of these contractors. So I've got a two and a half year old that is so upset that all of his toys are ruined because they're. It's a wet basement. We've got to move all of his stuff. He's upset. All he's doing, Josh is screaming, I wanna go downstairs. And all I can say to him is, There's a leak, repairmen. So he's repeating after me, leak repairmen, leak repairmen. And it's our mantra over the next little bit. So that is the not so That's good. Terrible. Not uh, great. But. Is it fixed? Uh, it's pseudo-fixed. It's in the process okay. of being okay. fixed. We'll but we it. uh, It's not leaking anymore, so let's say that. The are the worst, yes. There's that, and here is the good, and it was one of the ones that, I'm not even kidding, made me tear up. Poor little guy is still trying to figure out his new bed. He still likes me to hang out with him as he falls asleep, but his new thing is he dangles his little hand on the side of the bed and reaches for me, and I'm lying down on the ground, and so I look up, and all I see is... Five little fingers hanging over the side, reaching and grasping for me because all he wants to do is hold hands as he falls asleep. That's pretty sweet. Like, come on, heart explosions, right? So I'm fully lying on the ground, crying, trying not to whimper and wake him up because I am bawling here with my hand (laughs) holding up, his hand holding down. Uh, that is one of those amazing moments that I will always remember for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, because yeah. who knows how many times, how many more times he's going to do that. He's going to hold your no, hand. No, he's not going
1: to want to hold my hand in the next six months. So I will cherish. How about you, Ivanka? Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll, I'll start with my bad again. And
0: my bad was we went shopping one-on-one. No. One-on-one. No. One on one, no, no help from anyone else. George and I went shopping. I needed a new coat, and I should have known. I had him in the stroller, so I, I, I walked in with him strapped in, and he wants to get out. And so after I was like, "Okay," but you just ha- you have to stay right by me. And sure enough, before I knew it, he had taken off all the clothes off the rack, thrown them to the (laughs) ground, and then he races around, and he wants to touch the mannequin because he doesn't doesn't really understand, like, this thing has hands and feet and whatever, and so then he wants to, like, hold the mannequin, start shaking the mannequin, and I have to go over and, like, it's going to fall and topple on over his head, but he just completely destroys this place, and then there are, like, flower gardens, and they have rocks in the flower gardens in the store. Don't ask why. I have no idea. This is a
1: fancy store. This is
0: a fancy store. Exactly. So that makes it even worse that he's, like, then he pulls out all the rocks and is like throwing them and I'm like oh my god we gotta just leave just pack up your things and leave try and put them in the stroll and of course that's not happening because no. it's just like no I want to walk and so we just never shop there again uh we'll have to go online you can't show and your face in I there. cannot go in there because we just destroyed the place and then it was like thank you see you later did Goodbye. you buy anything no nothing didn't have time because I was too worried like chasing around him and he's like I said he was pulling and just putting his paws on all these like You know, the silk and the velvet. I'm like, oh, my God. The expensive stuff. I don't want to pay for it, so we got to just get get out of here. The good was uh, we went apple picking. And it sounds so simple and, you know, just something we've done before. My husband and I did pre-George. But it was just so cool watching it through his eyes. And we're getting to live through those experiences now of something so simple and so what we take for granted and routine he found so awesome. So that was my good moment of the week. Now let's get to, well, the theme of this episode. Mel, it's a very
1: simple question. Do
0: you get me time?
1: What is me time? <laughs> no, I don't get me time. And here's the thing. I, I am so bad at this because my personality, very A-type. I want to make sure everything is 100% in every single category. If it's at work, if it's as a mom, if it's in my relationship. Here's the thing that I've just realized. That's impossible. I'm very bad with prioritizing, I'd say. Because I, I, there are two things in my life right now that are the, um, the things that are taking over my life. And that is being a mom. And the other thing is my career. I want to continue to grow. And I want to do X, Y, and Z I don't really find the in-between stuff. It's a bit of a problem for me, and I need help. Ivanka, I know you're <laughs> much better at this than I am, so I need to get some tips from you. Well,
0: some would say perhaps I'm selfish in this no. sense, but, um, you know, it's taken me a while to get to where I am and the schedule I've kind of put together, and every day, every day changes, but getting to the gym is very important, and so gym time is me time. I would rather take gym time over a uh, massage, sometimes even socializing with friends because I just, I like to be really healthy and active and and I also like to eat. So balancing (laughs) out by going to the gym is very important. So I have have my son all morning until a certain time and then I switch off and I hand over to my nanny and there are three things that I have to accomplish. I have to get ready for work and that's like, you know, the outward appearance but also all the research that I have to do. Um, I usually have to take a nap because I don't get a lot of sleep and I have to work out. Do I do it every day, or you know, five days a week? Uh, it's getting harder and harder, but I really make an effort because even if it's a half an hour of just going for a run or going and doing some weights or whatever it is, I just need a good sweat because it clears my mind. So I'm very good about that, I guess.
1: No, you're really, but I, but good I feel at like that. I have to apologize for you it. I do, you know, and and. Um, And I shouldn't, I guess. No, you should actually be super proud of it because this is something that a lot of people struggle with, honestly, is finding the priorities, what's important to you and building that schedule. So this is going to be what we're going to talk about today. And so many people were reacting online because we put this on our social media channels Mm -hmm. and everyone had something to say about me time. The question today is, is it possible? was a thing or two about me time hmm could it be a mother of six um six six get this woman award we're gonna say Julie Cole bless her soul rock and roll <laughs> she knows how to do it she is also the co-founder of Mabel's labels and any parent knows what that is because it's stuff that gets lost right Ivanka right you need to label everything everything you have so welcome Julie hey thanks
2: for having me. Can I go first, Mal? You do it. How did you even find the time to join us here today? I know. (laughs) You know what? You always find time for the important things, and you guys are important to me, so here I am. Oh, she's so sweet. Exactly. (laughs) So,
0: okay, so you are, you created Mabel's Labels, and you have six kids. You
2: got it. What does a typical day look like for you, Julie? Oh, I don't, you know, and I, I really couldn't say a typical day. Everyone is so, so different. But it's interesting when you talk about the me time and saying I might know something about me time. I probably don't know a lot about it. And the fact <laughs> is, um, I think me time is important, but I believe that moms need to know what their needs are. So you, if you need me time, if me time to you looks like going for a massage or if it means going for a manicure, if it means sitting in a coffee shop and having a coffee and, and flipping through a magazine then you need to take that i have to be frank here those to me are not me time for me as defined that gives me no satisfaction that does not re-energize me that's not helpful and if i needed that kind of me time i probably wouldn't have had six kids (laughs) and started a business and there's nothing wrong with taking me time take it but if you need a lot of it then i would not recommend my life to you but i do need me time But the way I define it is a bit differently. Like, me time right now is like sitting here with you two and talking about this stuff. Me time is like going to the hockey arena. All six kids play hockey. And if I go to the arena and I'm not chasing a toddler around, I'm actually allowed to just sit and watch a child play hockey that to me is me time so I think we need to just define me time for ourselves and not let other people tell us what our needs are we're most qualified to know what our needs are and and we should take them as required because that's one thing that you touched on me time doesn't necessarily
1: mean alone time me time can be family time as long as you're at east at some point right Right. you're not feeling stressed Mm -hmm. in some way
2: and that's the thing like I remember one time somebody gave me an hour long massage as a gift and it was the first and last massage of my life because I did spend the hour on the table feeling like all the things I could have been getting done in that hour weren't getting done. So that was not relaxing for me. That was stressful. So everybody's got different ideas and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I hate to
0: sound like, you know, uh, that you have to be a scheduler or an assistant or something, but there is some time management. Talk about a schedule and what time management looks like for you and how how you figure that out with so many people. So many people's lives about. Yeah, so many about.
2: balls in the air, right? And I, I think really, um, I have very busy days and I have to be productive. And I have to be productive at home and at work, and I need a team of people to cooperate with me on that. So as far as scheduling um, and getting things done, the very most important thing is uh, raising independent kids. And I know that sometimes it's just easier to do stuff for them. You guys have real little ones, and sometimes it is easier just to you know, get them what they need and, and do all the things and rescue them. But I think with parenting, that short-term easy solution is long-term hard. And for me, you know, by the time my kids are three and four, they're getting their own breakfast. Um, I don't tell my kids what to do in the morning to get ready for school. I have visual boards everywhere. Um, My child might be standing there like deer in the headlights, not sure what to do next. I send him back to his visual board, and he sees, okay, now I have to put my lunch in my backpack. And then he has a little magnetic board. He moves it over. So I have all these visual cues because I do not want to be that mom who's in the morning nagging her kids before school. So I'm just like, hey, go to your board. You know what to do. And then they also feel very accomplished because they've done so much already independently in the morning. So, I invest a lot into independence. I also work very hard not to rescue my children. So, for instance, if they forget their lunch at home, I don't bring them their lunch at school.
1: Ooh, It's,
2: it's on yeah. them. I'm telling you, it's on them and uh, they only ever forget their lunch once. And so if they forget their gym clothes, they miss gym that day. If they forget their project, they may lose 10%. That's a natural consequence. Um, but again, they only do it once. And I always laugh because you know how schools have that table beside the office where parents drop off like the lo- <laughs> left belongings, like the stuff left at home. I'm I call that the enable table, and I don't think any school should have that because the more we rescue our kids, the less independent they're going to be, and then the more it's on us. So that would be my my, my real tip around getting stuff done is that I don't rescue my small humans. I,
1: I want you to create one of those vision boards for me. I right. feel like I need that in my life, Ivanka. Yep. I really want one.
2: But how did yep. that even start? Because,
0: you know, you don't know what the personality of your kids are like. It's right. one thing for you to have that. Yep. You know, you're able to see a vision board and follow it. But for your kid, especially when they're when they're so young, how did you know that they were going to be able to? They, the six of them, all have different personalities as right. well.
2: Different personalities, different boards, different priorities, uh, different organizational skills. I have a couple kids who have very weak executive functioning skills. One is on autism spectrum, and one is ADD ADHD. So those kids, I have to be particularly aware of keeping them organized and and trying to make them organize themselves. Otherwise, I will have like thirty year olds living in my house expecting me to figure. Them out. And that is not gonna happen. (laughs) I will one day have an empty nest. (laughs) By God, I will. One day. You heard it here on the podcast. (laughs) It is happening. It's happening. You heard it here. So I do things very simply. Like the um for the little guys, like for your little guys, I would just have little pictures. I might have five little symbols of their five little goals in the morning, and that might be, you know, um, pack your school bag, eat your breakfast. And then it's just in pictures, because for your pre-readers, you know, you they just need pictorials, so mm-hmm. that's how I do it. And everything, like you say, there are six kids, six different personalities. And I always say, I don't treat my kids the same because they're not the same. To be, them, be treating them the same would be to treat them with inequality. Right. So they all have different needs, and I have to be very, very mindful of that. And I have six very different parenting styles based on the needs. How and ever mm-hmm. each of them can reach a level of independence, and it might be at certain different times. I have. You know, one kid who went off to JK and he was three and he was barely toilet trained and he was a late in the year boy. And then my next kid who went to JK was an early in the year girl and she was ready to go off to frosh week. Like, You know, yeah. so they are all very different. um, That's for sure. Let's bring in some social media because we've a lot of
1: people chiming in on what they do for me time, what they do for prioritizing, what's important to them. So this one coming on Twitter from Breon Yvonne saying, Sign up and pay for something, a rec sport league or an art class, whatever it is you enjoy. It'll force you to do it, and it'll make it a priority. Good for kids to grow up knowing their parents have lives and interests, too. Agree
2: or disagree? I love it. I love it. I I think it's really important for kids to understand that their parents do have lives and do have interests beyond them. And it actually is great role modeling, too. If they see, you know, mom sign up for an art class or for mom's hockey or something like that, they're like, look at mom, like doing her interest and being passionate and, and being fit or doing all those like lifestyle things. It's great role modeling for kids. That also means
0: that you have to get extra help or lean on your spouse. Um, so how difficult was it for you to sometimes ask for help, especially when you were in the thick of it? We should we should tell everyone, Julie, that your kids are now older right. so they are more independent. They're it's ages nine through... Through 18. Through 18. Yeah. But when you were in the, in the oh, thick man. of it, when yeah. they were young, yeah.
2: um, you know,
0: How easy Or how did you Ask someone
2: for help Well you know what And this is a real lesson I feel like you know Do as I say Not as I do I didn't Like I I didn't. I didn't um, do those things. And I I don't think that that was right. But it was so, guys, it was so busy. I mean, when I had my fifth child, my oldest was six. He was on autism spectrum. Like, it was busy times. And if I did go out, literally, we were two babysitter job. So if we want to go out for dinner and go on a like a date night, the expense of a going out and then paying for two babysitters, it really wasn't Much of an option. I mean, we were a young couple. Start. I was, I'm a recovered lawyer. I left the workforce. I'm trying to like bootstrap for a business. Like it was, those were tough times. But I ended up getting a nanny when my fifth child was one year old. And I was three kids too late (laughs) on that front. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I would say, you know, people out there, don't wait till your fifth kid is one year old to get help, you know, because I just really wasn't (laughs) probably that effective at a whole lot of things. I do have this one little secret thing about me that please tell us please please. and it's really 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 not fair I just don't need a lot of sleep oh Oh, I know that's just not fair but Mel you're kind
1: of the same Uh, you work the morning show and you have to be up I'm up at three, so I I average about five hours. What that's are you I would five? do five hours. I, don't know I would how do, it how you th- do it. I
2: would do it in a three-hour chunk and then a two-hour chunk because I was always up feeding babies and mm. that sort of thing too. See, like, I, I I'm good with eight. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 eight is that okay? That's that's okay. That's not I'm asking I would too much. Say is George is? should be a one-and-done kind of situation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> totally. I just yeah. I don't.
2: Yeah, I don't feel rested when I don't Fair. get a lot. Yeah, you, the other again, night it's about knowing you need your needs. Right. If you need eight hours of sleep, mm-hmm. then don't have six kids and start a business. Right. <laughs> like, come but on, you can
1: do this, Julie. You've
2: mastered it too. Yeah, honestly. but I gotta say, now as I'm getting older, like I like my youngest is nine. The thought of getting up and feeding babies is horrifying. But you know, we're all, you guys are in the thick of it. Like, you probably, you're gonna look back at these days and be like, how did I do it? But you know, we all just do it. We just barrel down and get her done, right? You do. Yeah. It's another Twitter, someone who wrote in,
0: Mishi S. Yes, Mishi. And they said, usually I get me time when the kids go to bed. Beyond that, my husband and I both get a bit of time a week. We'll agree that one night he will completely do dinner and bedtime and I can have my time. Priorities by doing only what needs to be done. Say no to a lot as well. Can you say
2: you say no? no. Are you allowed yes. to say no? Is it possible? Oh, friend, feel I'm all about I'm all about the no's. I'm literally I say no to so much. It took me a long time to get there. But like for the kids, for instance, uh, if I have a child who comes home and says, Oh mom twenty four, um Cupcakes need to be in school for tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you new here? <laughs> Have we just met? Never gonna happen. No. Never gonna happen. Absolutely not. Big resounding no. And I, and I say no. Um at work a lot too or at things like if I get invited to I get invited to speak at a lot of events or to go to brand events and things like that I actually have a 10-point checklist that I have to check off before I say yes I will go okay 10 well, points whether so or not list, it's worth it more it, or less it is yeah. but you know what there's lots on it. it'll be like is it worth it for my brand are they going to be is my audience going to be there like that sort of practical gotcha. stuff but the very number one thing on it is do I want to mm. It has to be worth it. It's got to be. Yeah, Yeah, I got to want want to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think really, honestly, my secret sauce around this whole survival piece is that I really, really don't sweat the small stuff. I really don't care what other people think. Y'all could come to my house right now for coffee, and I would not care what the state of it was because if you guys were like, wow, Cole's house is kind of messy, I'd be like, you're right.
1: <laughs> and I'm okay with <laughs> and it. And deal with it.
2: I'm okay with yeah, it. And and everyone just,
1: survives. It's and all everyone good.
2: survives. And what's it matter? Like, think the 100-year-out thing. Like, I remember my mother-in-law saying, um, Julie, you're so lucky you don't care about the state of your house or your children. <laughs> and you know what? She was... She, she was actually being complimentary because she said she was so busy making sure the diapers were on the line at six a.m. so the neighbors could see if she had hers done. And, went, and she's like, I missed out on so much. And mm-hmm. I have great relationships with my kids. We're super engaged. We have, to have a lot of fun. And no, they're not getting gourmet meals every night. And no, their sheets only get washed when there's vomit or pee on them. <laughs>
1: I we're love hashtag Real mom. So you right, must look right? at social media sometimes and think, really. Oh, Oh, Come man. on! Hilarious. I get a lot of pleasure out of that. <laughs> okay, so Julie, we went through all the no's. What things should you say yes to?
2: Uh, what should you say yes to? Oh, I still want to talk about no's. Um, <laughs> I'm all about <laughs> so the no's. Fun. <laughs> and I've got so many. Um, I say yes to doing what's right for you, um, and knowing what your needs are and being okay with it. I say yes to getting rid of mom guilt. Uh, I gave up guilt four kids ago and it was the most uh, amazing thing I ever did because I actually know I'm the most qualified to know what's best for my family but remember say yes to your mama guts you know we have good guts let's let's uh, listen to them but I am going to just end with a no but it's a positive no you know I feel like moms always have these lists of um like the to-do list and I'm gonna say yes to writing a do not do list. What are you doing at work? What are you doing at home that you should not be doing? Here's a just a wee little example. At my house, I have six humans. The youngest is nine. In my mind, I should never unstack a dishwasher again, and I don't. <laughs> yes to do not do. Uh huh. And I like the mom guts over mom guilt. Yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah, good. Trust yourself. You're we're pretty qualified. But it this. took you a while. Yeah, it took. Or you me... said four kids. Yeah, because you know what? With my oldest being on the spectrum and then my daughter coming along, there was a whole bunch of different learnings that came along with that, right? And I, and I really did learn that I had to not care what people think because I did have to treat my son very differently to my daughter based on their very different needs. I know what my kids need. I can't care what these other moms are thinking because they don't know our situation this is this is who i am this i know is what i need to do Does I know. doesn't matter. don't judge me i know their needs
1: yes mm-hmm. yeah love it thank oh, you so, so much so julie we
0: really appreciate that because we know that your time is so important and um and valuable and we made your top 10 list we checked some of them off she said so yes that you joined <laughs> us so yes exactly you said yes so thank you so much for being part of moms in the middle such a pleasure thanks for having me
1: Every week we feature a mom who kicks ass, and this week we are nominating Doria Ragland. If you know this name, it is, Ivanka, guesses? Meghan Markle's mom. Oh, you know it, because you've heard this name. Not only you've is been she talking a super about mom, her, I though. love her, yes. she is soon to be a grandma as well. And my favorite part about this is that you don't stop being a mom when your kids grow up. Or become famous. Or become famous. And the thing is, Meghan Markle gets thrown into this royal life the unknown of course she was an actress but this is a whole other world there was so much drama around that royal wedding but doria was the only member of megan's family that attended that wedding she was by her side and here's the thing it's not like she dropped off the face of the planet she has appeared with megan at several different big big moments in her life since becoming a uh, duchess, she has built her own fan following. In fact, at a recent Meghan appearance, a fan in the crowd, you can say anything you want to Meghan Markle, okay? You have one thing you can say to Meghan. This fan says, please tell your mom I love her. So Meghan replies, oh, I will. We have that in common, don't we? And I just love that because, you know, at the end of the day, she's still Meghan and she's still Doria, her mom.
0: hmm And even though there's all this family drama, they have a very tight relationship. I love it. And a taste of home. Let's talk about a mom kicking ass in our own backyard now. And we are going to focus on Mary Bella.
1: Bella! I already like the sound I already of like name. the name,
0: but uh, I, I, I sang poorly, I know, because <laughs> she is the conductor of Locals Vocals. It's a women's choir group that she created to allow moms and women in the community um, just a break from their busyness. And they have some me time. They're also making a few friends and they're singing. Now, I don't know if you have to you be, have to be good, really yeah. good because well, we, <laughs> I'd be out for sure. But I love this because it's just bringing together moms. And we all have different definitions of what me time is, whether that's going to the spa, getting a massage or or reading a book or maybe just, you know, loosening the lips is that a yeah well you know
1: yeah loosening the lips yeah (laughs) you exercise your bod and she exercises her vocal cords so that is the way to do it uh we are never going to be part of your group because we're horrible but we congratulate you
0: but mary says it's not always about singing and performing um it's also a group that you meet friends and again just get a little break from your kids, your little ones, and I think this is this is awesome. They also uh, take part in the Mimico Children's Choir, which is outside the Toronto area. So, so she's doing a lot for the community and bringing moms
1: together. Are we oh no, no, nice? no, 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 no! We're out. No, We're out.
0: That does it for this episode. Thanks for meeting us in the middle. We had another great time. We have to give a special shout out to Frequency Podcast and everyone who helped put this together. Ryan Clark, Stephanie Phillips, Megan Coley, and Jordan
1: Heath-Rawlings. You got it. And do not forget to subscribe wherever you get your pods. And also follow us on social media, on Twitter, at CityMelanie, at IvankaOzmak with an E. Tell everyone you know. We want to interact with you. Send us your comments, and we're going to bring those into further episodes. Thanks for listening to Moms in the Middle. We'll talk to you soon.